Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Thursday old Van Rooney. Um, boom. No, Wednesday. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Wednesday. We're always a day um, behind. I don't, you know why? Because Monday was weird with the holiday. Everything's been screwed up, and I moved everything forward for me, like my schedule okay. with the boys' baseball. I usually do on Tuesday. I moved it to Monday because the kids were off. So I'm a day ahead, so I apologize. I for see. That. So you're a day ahead. Uh, it's only Wednesday. Not Thursday. I am sorry about that. So a good Wednesday to you, sir. We're in a, a different studio today because... And you look like a child. Because Boomer is uh, recording a podcast with Kelly from the country station. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I've always thought this way. You know, when I used to do my interview podcast, yes. uh, I never had Boomer on. Yes, I know. I always felt like if you went to Boomer and you were in this building, you've run out of ideas already. So... That doesn't sound great. It doesn't sound I great. I kind of know what you mean. You know what I mean? Because Boomer's easily accessible. And, and he's, he's here. here every day. He's here every day. Um, he's very nice. But for but but for Kelly. For Kelly. She works on a country station. Right. She's never met Boomer. And her audience is probably not exactly so familiar f- with Boomer. So for them, it's better. I would think so, yes. All right. I think, it's a, I think it crosses, yes. I always I kept Boomer in my back pocket for a podcast guest, thinking if I was ever... Wow. No, I don't he mean it... your fallback. No, no, no. no, it no, doesn't no. Sound I don't right. mean it against Boomer. Right. I mean it against the podcasts. I hear you. Like, he's here in the building, accessible, nice guy, star quality yeah. name. Can you believe the girl to your left on that TV screen? She was sentenced to life in prison when she was 16 years old. What did she do? I don't know. I'm not sure. 
But that's just like, you look at her, like, what could she have possibly done? Murdered someone. Uh, Yes. I mean, you do watch these shows. Based on my television watching, Jerry, I'd say she murdered a family member. That's probably very true, or at least was accused of that, because she's out now. She's on Tamron. One thing I do know from watching all these murder documentaries and things, for the most part, Jerry, if you were murdered, you know your murderer. That's scary, isn't it? Yeah. So it's very random that a um, one of these crazy acts of violence happens. Yeah. like random killings yeah. v- do not happen very often. I hear you. I hear you. Well, like, good to know. if I end up murdered... It'll be Gina. It'll be Gina, or, like, if I owed, like, Eddie money or something and he murdered and me. And he snapped. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Or, honestly, if I end up murdered, there'll be a lot of listeners that will need to be questioned. Because I hang you up on them, them, I yell at them. It's a very good point. I fight with people on Twitter. Like, yeah. there's going to have to be, and I hope you get to the authorities, there's going to have to be a lot of manpower put on to my murder investigation. We'll, I'm get, gonna need, we'll get one guy out there. Not one guy. It's never. It's going to go cold. Mm-hmm. Cold case. Those are cool cold cases. Oh, when they get new... Uh... What do you call it? New evidence? Yeah. The cool thing about cold cases now, they're like starting to open up cold case divisions all over the country because of now we have DNA, right? Yes. You but can in solve the, unsolvable cases. Yes. Like in the 1980s, we had no DNA evidence. And now you can go back to that, um, what do you call that? The uh, evidence, Jerry? Yeah. Bloody knives and things when criminals had no idea DNA was a thing. Yeah. You got to be a fool to be a criminal a now. A fool. A damn fool. Yeah. Because you're leaving your DNA everywhere. Isn't that true? True, true that. And I know, in particular, women could never get away with a crime. They leave their hair everywhere they go. Is that why I go? Yeah. Does your wife have hair all over the house? Um, Like bathroom, hair. No. She's not bad with it, no. Oh. No, not really. No. I'd like to have her talk to Gina. <laughs> I find Gina's hairs in my bathroom when it, she hasn't been in my house in isn't like that three something? weeks. That's and there's crazy. just a random hair. Yeah, isn't that something? That's why you can never you do, men who cheat got to be careful. Also, you can't have another woman in your home. She will leave hair everywhere, or her underwear, or her underwear, right? Or hair in an underwear. <laughs> doubly, doubly done. Very true. Let's see what stories I have for you today, Jerry. I don't have many stories, really? but I oh, have. Good thing killed seven oh. minutes already. Hold on, let me get my glasses on or for five this one. Minutes. This is a uh, penis story, but um, more good news penis story. A veteran, a guy who's fought in wars for us, uh, Jerry, a, uh, a U.S. Navy man. Oh, I thought you meant an NFL player in his thirties. No, 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 different kind of veteran. He got groundbreaking penis transplant after losing his wow. in a blast in Afghanistan. No kidding. Yeah, nine years ago, a U.S. Navy man was uh, tended to wounded soldiers in Afghanistan when an IED detonated mm. beneath him, took away his legs and his genitals. Quote from him, Jerry, he says, I remember everything froze and I was upside down. I remember thinking a quick thought, this isn't good. And then I was on my back. You know what's so interesting about that quote? Yeah. And this is not comparing the two, but it's just a matter of when you know you're, you got yourself in a mess. Yeah. I remember when I, again, it's. This is different. This guy's had his penis blown off. different, but it's something that's traumatic in your life, obviously. Right. I remember when I broke my collarbone. 
Now, granted, I fell off a moped. I mean, I got I knew different. It was an accident, basically. Not a bomb blowing yeah. up in Afghanistan. But my first thought was, all right, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. And then when I went to pick it up, the pain that shot my entire that shot from my fingers all the way up to the collarbone, and the way my the left side of my body just completely fell almost, and then I kind of collapsed in pain and like black. The first thought is, this is not good. Right. Like, you know, you really screwed something right. up. Not even remotely in the same stratosphere as what right. that guy did. But it's amazing how that initial reaction is similar. Right. Your body knows. Yeah. This is not good. So in 2013, he met with a plastic surgeon at Johns Hopkins in Baltimore. Very famous. Talked about what options he have. This doctor told him he'd be a great candidate to undergo a groundbreaking penis transplant. You think you would do that? Yes. Groundbreaking? Groundbreaking penis transplant. Plus, you could get to go on all talk shows. I would. Hmm. This guy says, uh, the guy who, who had the transplant, this was actually something that could fix me. I could go back to being normal again. Mm-hmm. Sure. I can only imagine the nights of depression he had. The doctor said it was, for him, it was either... You do this transplant or you live the rest of your life with this defect. Hmm. This is a, a new treatment, Jerry, available for men in this situation. A transplant of a makeshift penis made of tissue, blood vessels, and nerves taken from a forearm or thigh. And then you have an external pump to make it erect. Penis transplant, Jerry. Grafting a donor penis involves you have to put my name in that. Grafting a donor penis, Jerry, involves many different kinds of tissues and requires stitching nerves and blood vessels. God, listen to what you're saying. Yeah, the threads are smaller than a human hair, says this doctor. How the hell do they do that? Then it really is remarkable. The first penis transplant, you may wonder, historically, Jerry, was in 2006 in China. I wasn't. I wasn't wearing there. And then he had it removed because his wife did not like it. Hmm. He had the uh, penis removed, Jerry. The and then uh, another one. Uh, an, uh, another guy got a penis transplant after his original penis suffered gangrene after oh. a botched circumcision. God, dude, I, I, I'm starting to squirm here. A 64 year old man lost his penis to cancer. So. They have been done before, Jerry, but this one is groundbreaking. When did this happen? This happened. Um, not the not the explosion. It took fourteen surgery. hours, and it was uh, he did it in March of twenty eighteen. So this story is a year and a half old. Well, I'm not sure why I'm just getting this story now. <laughs> I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> is it perhaps that maybe they've cleared the hurdle? Of any issues they might have had, so now he's in a safe zone, maybe? Yeah, that sounds about right. You don't want to jinx it? Maybe. I don't know. Here's a whole group of, uh, there's the doctor uh, and his team with the patient. That is unbelievable. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I I don't know what to add to this. Yeah. Well, I think what we should add to this is kudos to the Johns Hopkins which is a serious medical center. That's how you know this is not fake news. Sad. This is real. If it wasn't real, we would have used a different hospital than Johns Hopkins. 
Well, the story would have. We wouldn't have. At the Brady Urological Institute there. Got it. Named after Tom Brady. Right. A lot of people <laughs> don't know that. All right, so good for this guy. Right, can you give me a good story? I mean, that is a good story, yeah. but that's also a squirmy story. I have, you know, do you remember the um, comedian actor from the 70s? Adam Sandler? Yes. No, oh. Flip Wilson. Uh, I know the name. I he don't... had a variety show in the 70s. Okay. He was a guest on the Howard Stern Show a number of years ago. Flip has has uh, passed since passed, but he had a penis transplant where he would he had a button down near there that he would press to pump it up to have sex. And there was feeling. Uh, I don't know if there was feeling. I don't remember that part. So he had a transplant in the seventies. He I had. You just some... said it was groundbreaking. Was no, no. I'm saying he was famous in the seventies. Oh, he had the, the this procedure done. Uh, I believe in the early two thousands or late nineties. Okay, but it was the pump version where it would he would pump it up. So, you want a good story? You said takes on new meaning to pump it up. Pump it up. But that's probably. I'm not even joking. That's probably around the same time that Reebok pump it up sneakers yeah, out. I bet you it 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 began the industry, Jerry. Something like that. Well, why did those ever go away? The Reebok pump. Because they were stupid. Oh. Did you That's have a why. pair? Of course. Yeah, I did too. And they were stupid. I remember. Now, I don't know when those came out. And that had to be the 90s, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe even late 80s. Uh, 89. Maybe. Boomer, well, actually, you know, Boomer did commercials for Reebok pumps. Yeah. So I, he was famous in 1989. Yeah, that sounds about the time. I remember they were $110. Were they really? Then you know what? Sneakers haven't gone up too much then, right. since then. I buy my, the sneakers, the Adidas sneakers I buy, the Under Armour sneakers yeah. I buy, 60 bucks. Right. $110. I remember I saved all of my drug fair ooh, money. You, ooh, that would have been cool if you took out fair, all your drug money. No, drug fair. <laughs> legal. I saved up my drug fair, fair money. money could be legal. Yes. Theoretically. Theoretically. I used my drug fair money and bought Reebok pumps, white. Was that like the biggest purchase you ever made? Well, actually, by then you were kind of an adult almost. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never well, I was mind. two years out of high school, not an adult. You still. are. Were you 18? Yeah. You were an adult. Mm. You can take a rifle and go overseas. Right. You're an adult at 18. But questionable whether I was an actual adult. Fair. But so you're you asking what was the biggest purchase I made? Is, yes. Uh, uh, hmm. Probably when, hmm, I know when I bought like a DVD player, that was like that was $300 big purchase, dollars at the time. Now I you can see that. Now you can get one in... Uh, now you can get one in the supermarket down the electronics aisle. For $13. <laughs> it's Blu-ray. Right. It's funny. I remember All that. All things are just like I remember the nothing. first VCR we bought, my father paid $600. I'm for. sure. It was new technology. New technology. And now I've got VHS steps. I'll do with them. No, them yeah. out, I guess. I'm I actually right came across garbage. a whole bunch of DVDs. We still, it sounds ridiculous, but we have like four or five boxes in the basement we still have not unpacked. We moved two years ago. Two years ago. So, so I grabbed one of the boxes. Need. It's a long time. I grabbed one of the boxes this weekend just for, I was tired of looking at it. Okay. And I opened it up and it had a whole bunch of like sports DVDs and music CDs. I'm like, what am I doing with this? Yeah. Do I just throw this stuff out? Throw it out. I guess so, right? Yeah. Or do I put it on eBay for a dime? No one wants. No, because then you got to deal with the packaging and all this. This all right, it's a waste stuff. of time. A waste of time. But there's got to be some value to the stuff, no? No. So garbage. Garbage. Man, go it's right in weird. the garbage, Jerry. Strange. No one wants it. I do have two things I did Ooh, save. Okay. DVD box sets of The Godfather. Okay. Wrapped. And Beverly Hills Cop. One, two, and three. 
also wrapped? Wrapped. Did, did you did you buy them and save them wrapped because you thought they'd be worth something? Um, I bought them and saved them wrapped. The Godfather one, yes. You said it's the gonna Beverly be Hills Cop one. No, I just think it's cool. If anyone that knows me knows, that's my favorite series of all time. Right. Although three sucked, and I'm looking forward to four when it comes out next year. I just think it's cool to have it. Yeah, because I was such a fan of it. Not nothing. No other reason. That used to be a cool thing. Like when you would go over a friend's house, or when you would start dating someone new, Jerry. I've been with one person since 1991. So prior that's to what that. that means you would go to their house, or they would come to your house, and. Your likes and dislikes for movies and music were presented on your shelves. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. So I could go to your house and I could look at your DVD collection and say, what is Jerry into? Yes. He's into horror films. Oh, in my case, all you would see are comedies. He's into comedies. Some dramas, but even like Beverly Hills Cop was drama comedy. Dramedy. Dramedies. He's into 90s alt rock as I look at his CDs. You would know that. You'd also know I'm into, like, the 50s and 60s music. 50s and 60s. Now we, that too. Now we go to your house. You have no DVDs on your shelf. You have no CDs on your shelf. We do not. I don't even know you, Jerry, <laughs> by going to your house. I guess you wouldn't. I do miss that. You do? Yeah. I don't. Because I used to, like, I used to think I was cool with the movies and music I was into. So you're snooping. Like, you wanted to know what people are into. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted people to look at my stuff and go, this guy is cool. I didn't think he was cool. Or he's lonely. I didn't it's think he was. a porn out. I wouldn't leave porn out. <laughs> I did used to hide porn by labeling the VHS tapes The Who at Giant Stadium. Really? Yeah. Did your parents ever try to watch one? No, I don't, they were not interested in The Who. Got it. Got but it. I didn't leave it on the shelves. Yeah. But I'm saying you if didn't someone have Elvis live in Hawaii. <laughs> no. Tony Orlando and Dawn. <laughs> that they might watch. That would be so funny if they put it on. Because I had Who VHS tapes. Okay. So I just made this one like, you know, I would just name a tour and label it that. Look at you. you yep. Do you still have any of those? No, not the old VHS. None in like the your parents' attic or something? No. Okay. Those got those got destroyed. Got it. When the internet came around. Yes. But you were, but but you were when the internet came around. You were an adult already, so like, you know. Well, the internet was really popular, or it got popular. I got a computer and the internet in 1997. And that's when you locked yourself in your room. I was only 27 years old, Jerry. That's when you found yourself. That's when I discovered myself. <laughs> 1997. Oh, it's funny. Hmm. But nowadays, Jerry, you talk about technology. Here's something you would never have guessed you'd be able to do. Watch CBS NFL games on your telephone. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I've got my my son is playing flag football. Is that right? I am going to be spending many a Sunday now well, at the football fields, but yeah. not able to watch football at home. Actually, you will be. Now I know how to do it. Tell me. What you do is you go to whatever app store you use. And get the CBS All Access app. Then every Sunday, you could watch your local CBS game live. You're looking live with CBS All Access, Jerry. You can catch the games at home or on the go. Yeah, for me, it's going to be on the go, and it's going to be at the football field. Yeah. And i got to make sure I don't react yeah. to a play on the phone because i got to right. make it look like I'm watching the flag football game. Right. And then what happens if I'm like, yeah, 
right. and it's like in between plays. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look like an idiot, but I'm going to get to watch my football. And it's on all your favorite devices, Jerry. It's on different um, tablets. It's on phones. Everything that you have uh, that's a screen that has apps, you get the CBS All Access app. I don't recommend watching while driving in a car. That would not be smart. But if you're the passenger. Oh, if you're the passenger, it's And you're on your way to some annoying family function and you need to watch the game. Yeah. Bam. You know how most people, when they are going to be the passenger, they go, I've got shotgun. Yes, I have heard that before. Not in about 15 years, but I have heard that before. I would choose not. I would lose out on shotgun and then I would sit in the back seat with my device with my CBS All Access app and watch football. And bring a thing of Doritos. Doritos and headsets so no one bothers you. You Beautiful. feel like you're at the game. That is right there. That's a viewing party. Now, if you say, Alan Jerry, how do I know if I'm going to like this or not? Very easy. You go to cbs.com slash postgame. Jerry and I will give you a free one-week trial of CBS All Access. I would try it this week because here's what's going to happen. You're going to wait and wait and then eventually try it. Then you'll be like, holy crap, the season's almost over. What was I waiting for? What was I waiting for? You are so right. I'm with you, dude. So do it, man. We're in. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. All the cool kids are doing it. (laughs) CBS All Access. Just go to cbs.com slash postgame. I got to go. All right, Jerry. The warm-up program is next. See ya. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, midweek, here we go on a Wednesday. They say everybody's replaceable. Not Al Dukes. He's here on a Wednesday morning. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry is watching this uh, Yankee game yesterday afternoon. What a buzzkill Severino giving up those early. Uh, the first inning home run. Yeah, Altuve. It felt like a punch in the stomach. <gasps> and then the second inning home run. Forget who hit that one. Another dude, not El Tuve. Down 2 nothing, Jerry. They had no, I felt like no energy after that. Well. Maybe I had no energy after that. I mean, they had guys on base. They I did. Think, I, think you were, I think you were out of energy. That's yes. That's what I think. They had guys on base, Jerry. They call that risp runners in scoring position. Yes. Uh, I heard Harris Allen say 0 for 6. Yeah. I didn't count while I was watching the game, but it seemed like a lot. It was a lot. Bases loaded one time. Nobody. Two men on. It looked like Didi hit a home run. He didn't. Right. They, they were at one point with first and second. Nobody out. Yeah. No scores. Did DJ LeMahieu up one time. Yes. With a runner on second base. And he's batting like 1,000 with runners in scoring position this season. Not last night. And how about that Didi shot, Jerry, we all thought was a home That's run? That's what I said. Looked like he tied the game. And it stayed, in, didn't. The, stayed in the park. You know why? They have different balls. Dead ball. The dead ball era. And the dead ball postseason. Oh, when you went to Twitter after that? Yeah. Oh, everyone was complaining the one, about the non, non-juiced non balls. Agreed. The one, like the Torres home run. To me, it didn't look like a home run, and it went out. Okay, fair enough. Everything else, though, there's a lot of fly. There were a couple of fly balls. There were even, was it Martin Maldonado, I think, that hit one that also looked like it was going to be a home inning, run. The next inning, the very next yeah, inning. Yeah, so it's, it's fair and even for both teams, but right. it is different than the regular season, which is why pitching, pitching, pitching. When I was in my... Um, Living room by myself watching this game, Jerry. 
and Didi hit that ball. I, I went into the Sterling call. It is high. Yeah. It is far. It is caught at the wall. Didi, what does he say? Yes. Makes yes Yankee in, fans euphorious. Yeah. Yes, indeedy. I yelled yes, indeedy. And then it was Did just, you really? Oh. You're a Met fan, I thought. I'm rooting for the Yankees. It's good for work, Jerry. By the way, how much more do we need? We need. We're in the mid-October. They've done we, their job. No, they have they done have their job. Done are they have done their job because the Knicks start soon. But we need a World Series against the Nationals. Yo, I don't. That's I, what we need. Well, I don't think you're gonna get that. The tying runs are on base. Oh, Pitch swung on and hit in the air to right. This that is ball crowd. is high. It is far. It is caught by Reddick right at the wall. Right at the wall. You could tell John wasn't sure, too. Like, he was taking a chance there with the high and the far. Yeah. Because it just, he didn't know. The Yankee fans sitting out there on that wall. Didi Gregius. Were furious. Yeah. Didn't reach. Didn't make it. Were they, they, were, were they the same ones that were throwing trash on the field of the other thing? Uh, they can't were. can't happen. Uh, Josh Reddick. Can't happen. Called Yankee fans, quote, disrespectful. Because you can't do that. He said they were throwing baseballs. And I know it's only a small, tiny couple of tools. It's, it's just a bunch of morons that makes morons. it gives everybody else a bad rep. Yeah, you, just stop. Uh, he says that uh, in right field they were getting uh, baseballs thrown at them, souvenir balls, Jerry, and then the other parts of the outfield water bottles. Not great. Hurling water bottles. Not good. Not good at all. Not good. Gives the Yankee fan a bad name, and they don't deserve that. Yeah. Because here's the thing. Fans everywhere are morons. Yes. Every fan base has a certain amount of fans that are just, ugh. Morons. Right. They give them a bad name. Drunk morons. Or idiot Terrible. drunk kicker. And by the way, Encarnacion was, was out. So what yes. are you throwing stuff for? Yes. He got tagged on the top of terrible. the helmet. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh. I feel like the ref went, the ref, the wow. ump. I feel like, Jerry, the ump went oh, out. The final score, the Astros scored four points. The Yankees won. <laughs> four to one, exactly. This ump that went out, he's probably like, I've had enough of this. He got hit in the face twice. I'm trying to get you to come umpire a nine-year-old baseball game, and you're worried about getting hit. I did notice that ump wears the old school mask. Yeah, isn't that cool? But maybe it doesn't work anymore. It works. Did he he break his face? When the new ump came in, he wore that thing that looked like a motorcycle helmet. Did he get hit in the face? The second ump? Yes. I don't think so. Right. The guy didn't break his nose. Right. He didn't shatter his eye socket, didn't break his jaw. So why'd he leave? He got a concussion. Oh, concussion. Yes. After that, I guess it was the second hit that he got, the second foul ball that hit his face. And what takes so long to get another guy ready to be ump behind home plate? Uh, they got to put all the gear on. All that stuffing but, in uh, his... But 30 minutes is a bit much. Yeah, that was much. It was, much. it was a long delay. And then there was no explanation for the folks in the crowd they didn't really. For the first um, part of that. No kidding. I didn't know that. Yeah. Because they were very obvious on TV. You saw everybody calling their friends at home. Wow. What's going on? Why are we? What's what's the deal? Isn't that great, though, about the technology yeah. we have? What is happening in the stadium right. I'm sitting in right now? And you'd see them go, oh, yes, got it. Got mm. it. I see what's going How on How about now. this? Since, you, since you're not so sure about the helmet, how about we yeah. get one of those new helmets on you? Yeah. And we let Boomer throw a 90-mile-an-hour <laughs> fastball at your face. <laughs> Do not let him throw a fastball at my face. Because then you'd be making all sorts of noises. Like, you're pretty cool with these sound effects now. Yeah. We could get, like, they call it Nat sound. Nat sound. In the oh, media. Yeah. Right? Family. So we could do that with you. We'll put you up against the wall. We'll put gear on you. We'll yeah. cover your neck down. But Boomer will have to throw a ball. He could probably throw the ball in the 80s still, I would yeah. say. I caught him a few years ago. Remember that? We played Evanstein. Yes. Oh, he right. can still throw it. 
How about a ball at 82 right at your face? 82 at my face? Yeah, now you'll have that amazing. How about this? Wear both of them. One Two old helmets. school, one with the new one, and you tell us what the difference well, is. I feel like it would snap my neck back still. No, no, we'll put you against we'll get you against the wall. <laughs> no give. Does it, it still doesn't sound great. <laughs> Probably not. Or we get a Roldis <laughs> Chapman. Do not get a Roldis <laughs> Chapman throwing fastballs at my helmet covered face. That would be awesome. And uh uh FS one last night they showed the picture of Garrett Cole as a Yankee yeah, fan. We've done this before, it's pretty cool. In two thousand one. Yeah. That was cool. It is and cool. now, meanwhile, here he is ruining it well, for Well, what was funny is the they asked him about it on Monday or Tuesday. What day is today? Today is uh, Wednesday. So Monday they, in the press conference, they asked him about it. And he says, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. You guys know they drafted me. You knew I was a Yankee fan. It was weird. I was almost here a few times. So it's going to be strange now going up on the mound against them. They showed him holding that sign in the stand that said, Yankee fan today, tomorrow. Forever. forever. And um, you know what's funny? He will be again. A Yankee fan? Yes. When he, he retires? Or as soon as he goes somewhere else. But do you think? He really shut them. He really shut their faces down you last are, night. Your biggest, all kidding aside, your biggest allegiance would be to what team? College, pro? Mets. Okay. So if you were on the Cincinnati Reds, yeah. do you not think you wouldn't keep up on what the Mets were doing? Yes, I would. Now, when you play them, you still go out there and you try and beat them. It's your yeah. job. But I do think you still keep tabs on them, and as soon as it's over, you're right back to to Chase, um, Chase City Field. Right. Right? Yes. So Met fan now, today, tomorrow, forever. Hmm. For Al Dukes. I'm also shocked to how little. Fraud! Fraud! Like, he looked like a little kid. <laughs> he was. It wasn't that long ago. It was 18 years ago. Oh, that is a while ago. It's a ago. long time ago, dude. Almost 19 yeah. years ago. Think about that. 19 years ago, you were still young. <laughs> yeah. You were 30. Oh, 31. Oh, my God. 31. That must be weird, though, for, like, he was a, a kid going into a different Yankee Stadium, though, at sure. the time. And now he's on the mound. In the new Yankee Stadium. Facing the new, Yankees. new anymore. We got to take a break. Wow. That was wild stuff, When we Jerry. come back, Al is going to break down this soccer loss. Nope. Which is a big deal, actually. Not and happening. And then Boomer and Geo at 6 on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Well, Yankees down two games to one. Lost to the Astros 4-1. The early home runs by Houston. Game four if it doesn't rain tonight at the stadium. The Nationals scored seven runs on the Cardinals in the first inning. You want to talk about some little league defense that was pretty awful last night by the uh, Cardinals in that first. So they went 7-4. They sweep the series. And uh, Marcus Peters traded to the Ravens. And the Rams get Jalen Ramsey. Jerry, are you excited about the news of a Tiger Woods autobiography? Not really. Really? No. He's going to be talking. Excited? Yeah. No. Is it going to be a tell-all for real? It better be. He's too guarded. If it's not a tell-all, we're not interested. I do not think it'll be a tell-all. He said he's sick of all these books that come out and tell lies. Good for him. He's going to tell the truth. Does it mean he shouldn't do it? I just don't think it's going to be racy and completely honest and... Mm. Do you think I the, think he'll apologize for things? Do you think the word Perkins is in there at all? Perhaps in the book it might be. You do it might be, but I'm not going to take one of these, you know, Tiger Woods tell-alls from him. Like it's every he's really? I, he's not giving up everything. That's his life. No chance. Mm. This is one of those books you I fast forward. I fast forward right through the beginning. I go through. 
You're not interested in him being no. on a late night TV show when he was two years old hitting golf balls. In the no. Net? no, I don't want to. I don't care that he hit golf balls with Johnny Carson. Right now, Boomer is staring. Yeah, oddly, he's burning. He's yeah. gazing into Al's eyes, right into my eyeballs, and now onto his bald head, mm. and now looking at his ear hair. Mm. I'm interested in this book, though, Jerry. Good. I will read so this on be, a summer read. This will be the one book you read in the year. And there better be pictures in the middle. I don't like when books don't do that glossy photos in the middle. Hey, Yankees fans. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch. Let me just tell Adam Wainwright. Can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast. Available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.